Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments of the Morning radio program. I am not a stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say No one to love you as you are Don't let them break it down to dust I know that there's a place for us We are one When you feel afraid and you're full of doubt We're gonna send the love, we're gonna shout it out I am brave, I am free Take my hand and follow me This is we Look out, cause here we come And we're marching on to the beat we drum We're not scared to be seen We make no this is we Come celebrate and let the games begin No time to waste, no, it's today You find where you fit in Together we can beat the odds and give
Stop. 
Next case, Mrs. Esther Feldman. Coming, Your Highness! What can this court do for you, Mrs. Feldman? I'll tell you what this court can do for me. Could give me a divorce for my Jaime. A divorce? How old are you, Mrs. Feldman? I should live and be well, uh, but ten days after next Hanukkah, I'll be 84. Ken Mrs. Feldman. 
tell me, how long have you been married? 58 years. 58 years and you want a divorce? Why? Why? Enough is enough. J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. (laughs) Yes, it's the month of Adar. Did you notice? It's Wednesday. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Ellie Gerstner and Shlomo Schachter together with Hodulo. You heard Oto Hayom done by Moshe Feld. Danny Palgan's Adon alum. The Promise, that was Aryeh Kunstler. Eitan Katz with Gut Purim. Ellie Schwabel and Shulam Lemmer together with This Is We. As we congratulate all the supporters of Camp Hask who got them to $3 million in their, in their uh, big campaign. That was centered around the uh, Hask concert this past Sunday night. And the Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Wednesday on the 17th of February, the 5th of Adar, 27 degrees with 50% humidity, winds in northwest, 10 miles per hour. Sun, clouds, got a mix today with a high of 35. Then tonight, late snow with a low of 27, and tomorrow looks like snow. Oh, gosh. High temperature tomorrow, 31 degrees. More snow on the way in this area. They're talking about snow in Yerushalayim, but then I looked at the forecast, and now it looks like it's mostly rain in Yerushalayim. So I don't know. The panic of getting a centimeter or two of snow in Jerusalem might be dissipating. Uh, 44 in Yerushalayim right now. Pretty cold for there. Uh, 44 in Yerushalayim, 27 here in New York City as we say good morning on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. couple of authors with us today. Uh, we're going to speak to uh, Rabbi Shai Graucher. According to the Art Scroll website, he's responsible for 15 works already. Unbelievable. He has just released with Art Scroll um, Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim. He compiled it, or by Shai Graucher. He compiled it. He's here in the U.S. right now, and he's going to join us live via telephone in the 7 o'clock hour. Really amazing, I'll tell you. Unfair to him to do this because you you don't you don't need to be known by you know being related to somebody. But for the context of this audience, he is Deddy's son. Remember the great singer Deddy, who um, has been such an amazing contributor to world of Jewish music over the last three decades. It's his son, Rabbi Shai Graucher. Amazing. He should be very proud, and I'm sure he is. And uh, the editor of Esther in America. From Magid Books, Yeshiva University Press, the editor, uh, Rabbi Dr. Stuart uh, Halpern, is going to join us. The book is called uh, Esther in America. It's fascinating. It really is fascinating. It's it's unbelievable how how popular this woman is. <laughs> the woman of uh, Migilat Esther, who my mother is named for. My mother was named for uh, Esther Hamalka because she was born. My mother was born on the 12th of Adar. Just like three of her grandchildren, born on the 12th of Adar. Uh, Anyway, so uh, we'll speak with um, Dr. Halpern in the 8 o'clock hour. Very much looking forward to both conversations here at the JM&A. And by the way, on the Artscroll front, you can go to artscroll.com and order the brand new um, Rabbi Kanievsky on Tehillim. Um. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. That's the lesson. Always use promo code radio. Could be a discount, could be free shipping, could be both. It'll definitely be at least one of them. 
That I can guarantee you. So always use promo code radio when using the uh, website artscroll.com. That's my advice. And believe me, it's good advice. <laughs> it's really good advice. Anyway, so that's the story. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM and AM. I thank you all for joining us as we uh, go through an amazing morning and uh, then provide great programming all day long here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Joey Newcomb is next. It's JM and the AM. <laughs> No, you don't have to be Breslau to be Besimcha. But you gotta be Besimcha to be Breslau. No, you don't have to be Breslau to be Besimcha. But you gotta be Besimcha to be a year. now you don't have to be Chabad to want Mashiach. But you gotta want Mashiach to be a year. Now you don't have to be a Tzioyli to love Eretz Yisrael. But you gotta love Eretz Yisrael to be a year. Oh no, you don't have to be a Litvak to learn the Torah. But you gotta have Rosh Hashanah to be an
גדולה להיות בשמחה להיות בשמחה תמיד כי על ידי זה יכולים להביא את הגאולה להיות בשמחה אפילו בתוך ייסורים Ruach, 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 Ruach,
Pardon me, mister. Can you spare a dime for a glass of tea? I will not. You stopped me once before today. I gave you a dime for your glass of tea not 20 minutes ago. Mister, please, stop living in the past. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Another one of our great comedy segments for the month of Adar. Wednesday morning, 27 degrees. Some sun and clouds and a high temperature of 35. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net. 
Use promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
You were on the continent. That's right. Did you get to Rome? Certainly. Well, what did you think of the Colosseum? All right, if you like modern. <laughs> <laughs> JM in the AM. That's a good one, huh? Yep, that is a good one. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM, a couple of minutes away from our uh, news from Israel. That'll be coming up. Keep it right here, everybody. Uh, for that and much, much more between now and 9 a.m. Eastern Time here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Mordechai Shapiro wrapping up the hour at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background to our news from Israel coming up. I assume Yerushalayim is still getting set for the big blizzard of a centimeter or two, although I did see that uh, rain has now replaced snow in a big part of the forecast in Jerusalem. Unlike here, where it looks like snow is remaining in the forecast <laughs> as of the late tonight. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalam, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnai, Imma Shekorei Achshav. 
ערים נוספות יוכלו לפתוח את מוסדות החינוך החל מיום ראשון בעקבות עדכון צבעי הרמזור. רשימת היישובים תיקבע מחר. מדווח כתבנו לענייני חינוך דורון קדוש. ההחלטה התקבלה במטרה להתבסס על נתוני תחלואה עדכניים יותר, וביום ראשון היישובים שייקבעו כירוקים, צהובים וכתומים גבוליים יהיו אלה שיפתחו את מערכת החינוך. משרד הבריאות החליט גם להוריד את הרף שקובע מהם היישובים הכתומים הגבוליים, וציון הרמזור שלהם ייקבע על שבע ומטה. שיעור המחוסנים ביישובים אלה עדיין יצטרך להיות 70 אחוז ויותר מבני החמישים ומעלה, כדי לפתוח שם את בתי הספר והגנים. בעקבות התפילות ההמוניות בהר הבית נשקלת פתיחת מתחם חיסונים סמוך למקום. דיווח לראשונה כתבנו לענייני בריאות יובל שגב. על פי הרעיון שנידון בימים האחרונים יוקם באחד מסופי השבוע הקרובים מתחם חיסונים בכניסה לעיר העתיקה בירושלים. המתחם יופעל באופן מוגבר בימי שישי בהם מתקיימות התפילות המוסלמיות במקום. בחודשים האחרונים מופרות ההנחיות בתפילות בהר הבית מדי שבוע, והמטרה היא לפחות להעלות באופן ניכר את מספר המחוסנים באזור. קפיצה במספר עורכי הדין ומהפך בייצוג המגדרי. הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה מפרסמת נתונים על ציבור עורכי הדין בישראל. עם כל המספרים, כתבנו לענייני משפט, יובל הראל. בין השנים 1995 ל-2019 חל גידול משמעותי של 79% במספר בעלי הרישיון לעריכת דין. במהלך אותן שנים חל מהפך ביחס בין גברים לנשים, בעוד שבין 1995 ל-1999, 60% ממקבלי הרישיון היו גברים. בשנים האחרונות הם היוו 46% בלבד. עורכות הדין הערביות צמצמו את הפער הבין-מגדרי באופן המהיר ביותר, מ-9% ל-46% מקרב מקבלי הרישיון בציבור הערבי. חברת יונייטד חוזרת לטוס מתל אביב לניו יורק ומתל אביב לסן פרנסיסקו. טיסת חילוץ ראשונה לניו יורק מתוכננת להמריא במוצאי שבת. כלל הנוסעים נדרשים להצטייד באישור ועדת החריגים, בדיקת קורונה שלילית והצהרת בריאות. כתבתנו לענייני תעופה עינב קרנר מוסרת, שמהשבוע הבא חברת דלתא תפעיל טיסות נוסעים מניו יורק לתל אביב, גם הן כפוף לאישור ועדת החריגים. שעות ספורות לפני הדיון שנקבע בבית הדין של ההתאחדות לאירועי הדרבי החיפני בשבוע שעבר, מכבי חיפה הגיעה לעסקת טיעון. כתב חדשות הספורט ליאל אריה. דולב חזיזה יורחק משלושה משחקים ויחמיץ את המפגש מול מכבי פתח תקווה בשישה במרס. סן מנחם יורחק מצוות משחקים ובוגדן פלניץ' ירצה את עונשו למשחק בודד נגד אום אל פחם במוצאי השבת הקרובה. המנכ"ל אסף בנדוב ספג הרחקה אף הוא וקנס כספי הוטל עליו ועל המועדון. הפועל חיפה נוטה להגיע לעסקת טיעון גם היא. מזג האוויר קפוא, משעות הצהריים הגשמים התפשטו בהדרגה עד לצפון הנגב, מלווים ברוחות עזות, ברד וסופות רעמים, שלג ירד גם בפסגות של ערי המרכז, כולל ירושלים. קיים חשש משיטפונות בנחלי מדבר יהודה וים המלח, והצפות במישור החוף ובשפלה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Shai Sa'ich Virachaku Kohol Vivala 
Oh, so 
Turn around, turn around and fight them Some say, close your eyes and pray Some wave a big white flag Screaming with surrender Some quit, calling it a day Just keep on moving, roll it on Don't stop for the ocean Keep on moving, waters fade away Keep on moving, roll it on Don't stop for the ocean Keep on moving till you find your way Just nothing about survival Some say Doesn't really pay Some hold on tight Screaming Can't change my nature Some say We just can't find our way Just keep on moving Roll it on Don't stop for the ocean Keep on moving Waters fade away Keep on moving Roll it on Don't stop for the ocean Keep on moving till you find your way Staring down a barrel but I trust in him Waves are crashing but we're coming in Got my eye on the prize, won't stop for the lines I'll be running down this path till he opens my eyes Clouds are dark, I can't see a thing But I wait to see the light that my faith will bring Just keep on moving, roll it on 
J.M. in the A.M. Roland done by uh, Eighth Day here at J.M. in the A.M. Miami before that with Yussis. What is today? Today's Wednesday, right? <laughs> Wednesday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. Getting these mixed mixed news reports. <laughs> it's like the weather forecasts everywhere. <laughs> mixed <laughs> mixed uh, reviews or mixed uh, reports about what's going to happen. Uh, in Israel, in uh, in Israel, supposedly a lot of snow in different places in the country. Uh, and in Yerushalayim, they're predicting two to four inches, but I don't know. Our our sources in Jerusalem say it's mostly rain right now. So I don't know about that. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight when it gets colder. Uh, in this area, we're expecting like six inches of snow starting tonight. Yeah. What do you think of that? <sighs> Not the easiest thing to handle, and I hope that uh, hope we could hope we could deal with whatever's on the way. OHEL's fifty-first annual gala entitled "Celebrate Strength" happens uh, Sunday, March the seventh, beginning at five p.m., honoring Toby and Yaeli Steinberg and the Gourmet Glot family, Adina Lewis and Lawrence Garbuz, Shani and Dove Weinstock, and Libby and Schleimi Dax. All happening the seventh of March. Go to ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, and I'll seven one eight. Nine seven two nine three three eight seven one eight nine seven two nine three three eight. When you go to artscroll.com, and we're going to be talking about a brand new release from Artscroll a little later on this hour. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. You'll either get a discount, free shipping, or both. Always use promo code radio. Simple as that. Artscroll.com, and we'll tell you what we're recommending for today a little later on when we have our special guest on about uh, 20 minutes from now here at JMNAM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and to comment away. Um, Trucker Yitz wants to know what songs we played in the first hour. Oh, boy. I don't know if I can go through that whole thing right now. Uh, trucker Yitz, if you email me, Nahum at NahumSiegel.com, I will send you the playlist uh, link where you can go and see the playlist for today. How do you like that? Or I'll have Avrami. I'll ask Avrami to do that for you. Uh, please keep in mind Rifka Naomi Bas Shulam Ischana. Please keep in mind Rifka Naomi Bas Shulam Ischana for Rafur Shlema, and we thank you, Rifka Naomi Bas Shulam Ischana. Please keep in mind David Ben Esther Malka for Rafur Shlema again. David Ben Esther Malka for a Rafur Shlema, and your help with that is, of course, greatly appreciated. Um, all right. There we go. JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast, and uh, trying to see here. We had that new Purim medley. Where is that new Purim medley? Um, 
Here we go. Itzik Eschel, brand new Purim medley on a Wednesday morning broadcast <clears throat> at JM in the AM.
שושנת יעקב צהלה ושמחה לראותם יחד חלק מרדכי Thank you. 
After I'm gone, you should give the store to our son, Jack. But, Papa, you know Jack. He always wanted to make changes. He'll run it down. Better you should give it to Joey. Okay, Mama. But the house in the country should go to our daughter, Ethel. Papa... What does Ethel need that big house? They have no children. She'll never use it. Better you should give it to Doris. Okay, Mama. <laughs> but the new car, I would like for our Freddy to have. Freddy? But, Papa, you know how crazy Freddy is with his reckless driving. And with the girls. Better you should give the car to Jack. <sighs> Mama... Who's dying, you or me? <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. One of our favorite Adar comedy segments here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. That is a good one, I must say. Uh, 27 degrees, some sun, some clouds, and a high of 35. Late snow tonight and low of 27. And we're looking at a big snowstorm for tomorrow. That's what it looks like. Yet another one. Uh, I heard yesterday someone actually... Uh, uh, predict six to twelve inches. Um, that would be that would be disappointing. That would be a tough way to wrap up the week, but we'll see what happens. You never know. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A and H, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954, and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Make sure to try A and H today. And a reminder from our friends at Partners in Torah. Partners in Torah has the Happiness Challenge going on as we speak. Partnersintorah.org slash happiness dash mentor. Partnersintorah.org slash happiness dash mentor. And um, go to partnersintorah.org if you are potentially a a um, partner or a, a mentor or a student, a partner who's a mentor, a partner, or a student, uh, it will be a very, very inspiring experience, no matter what end of the Partners in Torah partnership you're on. So check them out, partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org, or 
Dial 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number 4, and then the number 2. Rabbi Goldwasser has the day off, I am told, and uh, always thanking him for his incredible hard work every single Sunday through Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. If you go to artscroll.com and you search Rabbi Shai Graucher, uh, you are going to find a lot of works. Rabbi Shai Graucher is a young man who has um, really compiled some incredible svarim, some wonderful books at this point. I do want to remind our listeners, when you go to artscroll.com, no matter what you order, uh, make sure to use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio. You'll get your 10% discount. You'll get your free shipping. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Uh, when you look up Rabbi Shai Graucher, you'll find the palace on 5 Chazon East Street. Pictures, pearls of wisdom, and stories in the life of Avaron Leib Steinman. You'll find the Igeris Hagra, and I, of course, being the eighth generation from the Vilna Gon, that's extremely significant to me. It's the Vilna Gon's ethical letter with an anthology of insights, stories, and observations, Igeris Hagra. Uh, you will find the Ushpizin book about the seven guests in the sukkah. Uh, you'll find Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash, which I believe is complete. I believe it's Bracious Shmos, Vayikro, Midbar, and Dvarim. We'll ask Rabbi Graucher about that coming up. I believe that is totally complete. You'll find Rav Chaim Kamenevsky on Zmiros. That's something we spoke about on the air back at the uh, beginning of this season uh, when it was released in September of 2020. And now today, and now today available to you, officially released this past Monday, is Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim, compiled by Rabbi Shai Graucher. It's an Arts Girl series, Jaffa Family Edition. It is an absolutely beautiful work. Um, had an opportunity over the last couple of days to uh, go through a good part, portion of it, and uh, Rabbi Shai Graucher is with us live via telephone on this Wednesday morning. Rabbi Graucher, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. How does someone your age, relatively young in the in the in the uh, the world of uh, of Sfarim and Torah, how does someone your age become? someone close enough to Rav Chaim Kanievsky to literally become the compiler of his amazing works? Um, I think in Hebrew, we say, when a person wants something and and he pushed for it, and Hashem, Hashem gives the Yad I wasn't I wasn't born in Bnei Brak. My father used to be a big singer. You probably had a long time with him. Yes, for just for yeah. the for the since you brought it up for the context of our uh, for our listeners, um, Rabbi Shai Graucher's father is Deddy, the incredible superstar and unbelievable Baal Chesed, who for decades did so much amazing, great work in the world of Jewish music. Go ahead. You grew up in which city? You were saying in Petah Tikva, right? And I used to go to camps in America, but one day. One day I went to Reb Chaim. I was 15 years old. One of my father's friends took me. Baruch Hashem, we grew, we grew, I grew in a house that Chesed and Emunas Chachomi was, was the two biggest things. Right. My father, every single question, he used to go to a rabbi, his rabbis, and ask him and get an answer. So I went to Reb Chaim. I was 15 years old. I didn't learn yet. And I saw the Rav and I felt something I can't explained it was something very special and the Rav gave me a bracha, bracha vatslocha. And then he looked at me and he says, You should sit and learn Tishevet Ilmad. So I uh, I wasn't learning at all. 
I said, what to do? So he told me, write. Lichtov, tichtov. To write Kiddush Torah. Whoever knows Reb Chaim, since he was very, very young, he used to write. And Baruch Hashem, he has a lot, a lot, a lot of for him. And then I used to go um, sometime. I went to Yeshiva. And every Bein Azmanim, I used to go to Reb Chaim's house. I used to wait hours and hours just to see him. But I got close to the Rebbeton. I used to help her with the with the pots, go in the kitchen, <laughs> try to be nice, try to help her with, with chesed that she was doing. And then, Baruch Hashem, I heard when I was getting closer and closer that they were trying to do Rav Chaim Kanievsky stuff in English. Right. It's first safer, or Yosher, that you forgot to mention, that this is the whole starter of Rav Chaim Kanievsky in English with art school. For 12, 13 years, they were trying and trying. Which one, have, which one is that? What would we call that, or how would we refer to it in English? Or Chos Yoisher. Which is? Reb Chaim wrote on, on Musser, on 30 Musser. subjects. Got it. That he wrote, and this is the powerful, most powerful things. And I was trying for four and a half, five years to get a permission. And I remember one day when I asked, and he said no, and no, and no, and I told, I told the Rov, the American people want to understand because every single house I used to go in America, there's a black safer or Yosher. Everybody used to get it for their bar mitzvah. So everybody had it. But a lot of people that I asked them, they never opened it because they didn't really understand what is written inside there because right. everything is Kimat Chazal. Right. So we took this and we added 150 stories and every single subject we have stories to understand that it's not only what Reb Chaim is writing, He's also living this life. It's not just what he's talking or writing. This is Rav Chaim Kanievsky. And I remember I called uh, Rav Gedalia Zlatowicz from Art School that without him, nothing would work. When I picked him up from the airport, first time I met him, my father made, made the introduction. We started the Igeret Sagro that also Rav Chaim and Rav Steyman, the Chetzadik Livrochov, pushed me. I used to go every year for the yard side. That has done the Goins Kaver now. COVID it was wasn't easy to miss it, and then we started. And I remember him. He told me you can get it done, and he pushed me with Gedalia, and I was pushing with Chaim until Baruch Hashem. I remember the first phone call when I called him. I said we have an approval. We didn't wait a second. This day, we got already of Reichim, a whole crowd of Talmidei Chachomim, a lot of grandchildren of Reb Chaim to get up the stories, to get the best translator, and Baruch Hashem, it was done after. Three months, and, and yesterday I was in every yeshiva I go. With, if, if, if it's American, everybody's sitting and learning this Orchus Yosher, and it's a, it's, a, it's a very big, safer Musa today. By the way, folks, we just found it on the website, Orchus Yosher of Chaim Kanievsky's Classic Guide to a Torah Life. It was released in the uh, middle of 2018, and you could find it at artscroll.com, and that's what Rabbi Graucher is referring to. And when you say the Vilna Gons Yard side, the Vilna Gons Yard side is Cholomoid Sukkis, no? Yeah. So you yeah. used to go Cholamite Sukkis to his camera? No, I used to, I used, so I used to go, what we used to go is, we, because Sukkis, it's, we used to go to the Chofetz Chaim's yard site. Right. A week before Rosh Hashanah. Right. And then we used to travel to the Chofetz Chaim and the Goyen in the same time. Well, interesting. At the same time, and, and as you, as, go. and as you heard me say, I'm, I'm a product of the Vilna Gon, so... So wow. it's, it's really meaningful. One year, every year on uh, on Cholamite Sukkot, there's a family get together. 
uh, in Israel in memory of the Vilna Gon. And one year, because I was there for Sukkot, Baruch Hashem, I had the opportunity to actually be there. Uh, Rabbi Shai Graucher is with us. So it, it's amazing. I mean, again, I don't make, want to make too big of a deal of it, but, you know, you're a young man. Uh, you went ahead, and as you said, you you insisted on on studying at the at the feet of a Torah giant, and you uh, and you beca- because of the ability, thank God, you know English. Frankly, if not for your abil- yeah. if if not for the fact that you know <laughs> if not for the fact that you know English, you wouldn't be in this in this arena right now. Uh, and that uh, relationship with uh, Rabbi Zlotowitz over at Art Scroll uh, and the acquiescence Baruch Hashem of Rav Chaim Kanievsky to your request to get his materials translated into English, all that together put you as a, in a very important role in this whole process. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. But I'm telling you, this is, all came from a lot of davenings, a lot of mysterious nefesh. To be here, there was days I slept in the car outside Reb Chaim's house just to ask him a question, just to see him. But whoever goes to Reb Chaim's house sees that it's, it's something that, that is more than any any anything in the world. It's, it's like It's like... You can't you can't explain it. And Baruch Hashem, the whole idea here that that everything is what we write it's in Hebrew. I do the Hebrew job. We have Rabbi Wagner from Lakewood, Talmud Chacham, that he is the one who's translating. But every single word, Rav Chaim and his son Rav Shol are going through and to be medayik and to bring the real, 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 real stories, the real Divrei Torah, the real Chidushim to the world. And Baruch Hashem, we see a tremendous Yatu Dishmaya. When when was the this, uh, when, when was the most recent time you saw him? Can you see him during COVID? Rav Chaim, I try to go every single day, even when it was locked. And Baruch Hashem, I had Yatu Dishmaya to be there every day. And I, I mean, I mean, you, you you just arrived from Israel yesterday. Did you see him over the last few days? I see him. Uh, I see him every day. Every day. Every day I go. I don't leave. Without a bracha, I don't go without a bracha. I don't, and there's questions every day. I get phone calls and emails at least 30 to 50 a day. People that need Yeshua's, people that need brachas, people that need advice, people that are, are on shid, don't have shidduchim or people without children every single day. And there's a big shlichus. And Baruch Hashem, most 95% of the people are people from America, yeah. from Canada, from Manchester. Right. All the American people and English people that sometimes it's maybe hard to get, and it's a big achrayus, because right. every word by Reb Chaim is like, Malach Hashem Tzavokas. But I want to tell you something interesting that I tell every every single person that is, comes to me or wants to ask a very, very hard bracha or a serious question. So in the Orchus Yosher, on Ruach HaKodesh, Reb Chaim writes there, that a lot of people go to Gdoyim or Talmidei Chachomim. When, when does a person... Get the special siyata dishmaya when a person has a moon, pure munas chachomim that whatever the tzaddik is going to tell him. So then a kudush who gives the siyata dishmaya, Reb Chaim writes that the tzaddik Hashem brings him the right answers to give it to that person because it's very interesting. I can go to Reb Chaim with eight questions, the same question, the same question, and he can answer each one a different answer. And there's a letter from five years ago, that someone wrote to Reb Chaim, how come when you come to Shaduchim, this one you tell him, learn Barachas, this one you tell him, say Tehillim, this one you tell him, do Zaka, this one you tell him, give money to Yeshiva. So Reb Chaim wrote eight letters. That's the answer. 
כפי מה שנויסנים בפי מן השמיים, אני עוינה. Whatever comes to my mouth from above, that's what I answer. Right. And you can see it every single second. This is something, I don't, think, I don't know if there's something like this in the world, that you can come and each one gets a different answer and each one takes the answer to a different level. I just had a story with this family that were, the mother was sick, the child was sick. Reb Chaim, I went, they begged me. I went and Reb Chaim said to learn brochus. to learn brochus, and this family didn't just learn brochus. They made a theme of brochus every single day, and the doctors didn't know what to do. I think of the 30, maybe it was 32 days, after 33 days, they called me, and the doctor said they can go home. But they took Reb Chaim's brochus, learning brochus, and they did a theme of brochus every single day. Now, it wasn't just learning. Yeah. They had a few emunas to come, and I told them, you'll have... And you'll see Yeshua. Rabbi Shai Graucher is with us. Um, I have to believe that in addition to the Amunas Chachamim that you just described and the faith that one has to have that a Torah giant and someone like Rav Chaim Kanievsky is giving them not only good advice, but as you described it, advice specifically for them. In addition, after reading the introduction to your Sefer, to the one you compiled about Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim, I have to believe that he would strongly recommend that in addition to what you just said, people should take tefillah very, very seriously, and people should incorporate Tehillim. You don't always associate Tehillim with Torah giants. You don't always associate Tehillim with those who spend most of their day you know, in the Yamshal Talmud, so to speak, in the ocean of the Talmudic studies. But I would have to assume, based on the introduction of your book, that Rav Chaim would strongly recommend that individuals and families in distress turn to Tehillim and recite them as much as possible. Yes, 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 100%. Rav Chaim is telling, and he told me a few times when I asked him, I had the chutz to be by him Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah this year, and every day by Aser Semei Tshuva, that Rav Chaim takes the Tehillim every single day from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, and he finishes the whole Tehillim. To see Reb Chaim saying Tehillim these days, I'm telling you, it's like to see an angel and you see the pachad, you see the, the, the koyach. And what happened two weeks ago, Friday night, Reb Chaim was sitting and learning all day and he was davening Nate. After Shachris, he was a bit tired. He went to rest. He goes to his grandson, Reb Gedalia Onigsberg, and he tells him, please bring me Tehillim to bed. So he told him, uh, 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 he told him, Saba, Saba's resting now. So he told, please give me the safer Tehillim to the bed. And whoever knows Reb Chaim, like, like he has his Seder of Torah, of learning, he has also Seder Tehillim every day. But to ask in such a way, it, 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 was, it was strange. Reb Chaim was sitting, uh, sitting, laying down in his bed, and he's starting to say, Yerotzoim. before Tehillim, and he says the whole entire Sefer Tehillim, Perig by Perig. Reb Chaim doesn't just say every single word. He has his hands on the Tehillim, every single word, and he's saying it, and he's finishing it. So Reb Gedalia saw that he's saying the whole Sefer. He told him, Saba, maybe you should be mechaven that COVID-19 is going to leave Klal Yisrael, is going to leave the world. So Reb Chaim looked at him and told him, Nochoim, 
זה מה שאני מספר לה עכשיו, it's true, that's why I finished the whole tale and now, and for Reb Chaim to finish another time the whole safer a year, it means that, that we have to grab tailin, we have to take the tailin by us, and you know what, it's not just waiting, people should be in hospitals, people shouldn't feel good, you can take, we can take tailin every day, a person can take tailin every day, one chapter, two chapters, to be connected, and Baruch Hashem, today with this amazing feeling that's coming out, people can also understand more the wording, understand more the stories, the things that David HaMelech was saying. He didn't have, he didn't have an easy life, but, but we see whoever is close to Tehillim, whoever finishes Tehillim, it's, it's, it's a different world. It's and, like, it's like, and I should point out that Rabbi Shai Graucher has included in this Tehillim the schoolers that both Rav Chaim and his Rebetzin recommended in terms of what chapters of Tehillim to say for an easy and healthy pregnancy, to be blessed with children, for a shidduch, for parnasa, for good health, uh, against Ayin Hara, if one has tremendous anxiety. Those are included, the recommendations by Rav Chaim and the Rebetzin about which prakim of Tehillim to say. Also, uh, I don't know if it was clear, because I'm not sure if you were alluding to this when you mentioned uh, uh, Rav Chaim saying Tehillim earlier. He actually said Tehillim, and says Tehillim, I guess we could say, from a cloth, from a from an actual parchment scroll. Am I right? Yeah, Rav Chaim one day made a big seum in Letterman show. He got Tehillim from cloth, and he, he was so happy that day. He wrote in his own handwriting an invitation for the seum of Ksivas Tehillim from cloth. And of course, he says also, he told me a few weeks ago, even benching, he says when a person is saying things from a class, there's more Gedusha. It's, it's, it's much more pure. That's why he took Tehillim, and he really wanted to have Tehillim from class. Today, it's much harder for him to say from the class. Right. But so one second. He used to uh, say it from class, and it uh, used to be a very, very big thing. So I need, I, I need to understand a couple. Of, did you just say he says Birchus Amazon from a class? Is that what you just said? He said, he says, he says, sometimes he says it's from class. And the other thing is, th- there's a whole thing that you write about whether one should say Tehillim at night or not. And you just described how, you know, he said it in the middle of the night. What, what's, what's the, generally speaking, I know obviously there are exceptions. Generally speaking, wh- what, what would he say about saying Tehillim at night? Uh, this, I'll tell you the truth. Now, now, now with COVID, I think there's no time. There's no time. There's no time. <laughs> no time you, you to know, waste. We, we, say tell him immediately. <laughs> That's true. We need to say it. We need to say it. Um, always. Yeah, we need to say it always. But of course, he says that when a person is reading from a sefer that that was written from from a from a class has a dusha, and the davening is more miskabel. This is the whole point. When you daven from such a thing, the davening is uh is more mis- miskabel. That's right. what he. You really understand. But it's interesting also that Rav Chaim, when he was a bacher in yeshiva, that already the telling was a big thing because on, on Yemei Adin, Roshani, Yom Kippur, he had three Kabbalahs this time. Shmira Sadibur, watch his mouth. Second thing, he used to give pruta for tzedakah every day. Mamesha pruta, he didn't have money. And the third thing, he used to say every single day the telling when he was a bacher already. But when he came to the yeshiva, he said, the tiny zebra he couldn't continue doing because the Rosh Hashiva and the Rebbeim used to come and ask him questions like, what are you talking to Reb Chayu about? And he says, and money, even money didn't have anymore. But the only thing with Yeshiva that he was continuing, he used to finish till it every single day. And he used to go on the roof of the Yeshiva 
on the roof of the yeshiva, and the Rosh Yeshiva used to say, what is, what is Rav Chaim doing there on the roof? So you see already as a bacher. Wow. I'm saying we can learn Torah, and it's very, very important. But we need a lot of siyata dishmaya. We need a lot of praying, a lot of... And, and Baruch Hashem, this is what I see by Rav Chaim. Besides the tremendous midas, tremendous chesed, everybody, everybody, I see that the siyata dishmaya of davening and, and, and praying to Hashem, Word by word, like like Oni Bafesach, I, I I see it by Reb Chaim to see him davening Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. It's like uh, you can't explain it. You you you, you can't explain it. The, the 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 it's an angel, you know. It, there's nothing it. better in the world. I hear it. All right, Shai Graucher is with us. Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. First of all, you should search the words Shai Graucher. You'll see all the works that he's responsible for. Specifically, the ones uh, of based on Rav Chaim Kanievsky's incredible works. The brand new one is the Jaffa Family Edition Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim. It's amazing. If you have any affinity toward Tehillim at all, or want to want to develop an affinity, you have to get this. You have to get it. And remember, our listeners benefit from uh, tuning into this show. Go to artscroll.com. Use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com. Use promo code radio. 10% off free shipping when you use promo code radio. Rabbi Shai Graucher, I'm going to put you on the spot, but I'm going to give you a minute to think. I'm going to tell you my favorite Pasuk in Tehillim. I don't know how many Pesukim are in Tehillim. I know there's 150 chapters. There's got to be thousands of Pesukim. I have a favorite, believe it or not. And I went specifically to that favorite and my second favorite to see what Reb Chaim says about it, and I have to share it with the audience. I hope you don't mind. And then I'm going to ask you if there's a specific pasuk and a vart by Reb Chaim on one of the pasukim of Tehillim that you'd like to share with us, okay? Okay. My favorite, uh, look, it's no it's no secret, and I believe that I could say this accurate. I think this is an accurate statement. If one would say what's the most important pasuk from Tehillim that we say every day, I think we've been led to believe, rightfully so, over the centuries, that it's poseach es yadecha umaspia lechol you open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. My favorite Pesukim and Tehillim are the ones that precede that very well-known Pesuk. And they are, And when I give my speech about tefillah, when I give my speech about prayer, when I'm asked by a synagogue or a youth group or a school to come and speak about prayer, I always talk about these Pesukim and how people need to make these Pesukim their own. Hashem supports all the fallen ones. And straightens all the bent ones. So what does Rav Chaim say on this? Which I really, I love this part. He says, in Perak Shira we're taught that this is the song of the snake. Rav Chaim explained that the snake was cursed, that it must crawl on its belly, right? We know that from Bracious. At the same time, Hashem arranged that its food be readily available wherever it goes, based on a Gemara and Yoma. From this, we are to learn how Hashem supports even those who he brings down. And I, I, I just think that's brilliant. I, I, I'd love it. <laughs> not, not that Reb Chaim needs my Haskama, <laughs> but I think it's an amazing way of approaching that Pasuk, that even when Hashem gives the greatest curse to someone that they have to suffer by being on the ground their entire life, he makes sure that they're taken care of. So that's the first one I wanted to mention. The second one I wanted to mention is the next pasuk. 
Everybody looks to you with hope, and you give them their food in its proper time. I think it's so important for these times that people understand that bi'ito is such an important part of that pasuk. And he writes, in many places, the fact that we're wholly dependent on Hashem is referred to in relation to our eyes. Rav Chaim explained that eyesight is one of the portions Hashem gives a person. Moreover, the Chavetz Chaim writes, it is not the eyes that see, but the soul that gazes through those orbs. So Ene Chol has a much deeper meaning than just being a, a reference uh, to the uh, human eye. So I, I just I, I, I wanted to share those two because, like I said, those are my favorite psukim in, uh, in Tehillim. And those of you who are wondering about Poseach HaSedecha, Rav Chaim asks, how can we say Poseach HaSedecha, that you open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing? We see many living things that are suffering in poverty. How can we say that Hashem is satisfying their desires? And the answer is, Rav Chaim explained that the Gemara in Erechen teaches us that any ill that befalls a person, even something so slight as withdrawing the wrong coin from its pocket, goes toward forgiving his sins. Each living creature has all its desires satisfied, but some of that largesse goes toward expiating their sins. This is the greatest kindness imaginable, as Chazal teaches us, that one who had his coat taken from him to satisfy his debt should sing as he walks home, for he no longer owes anything. I thank you for letting me do that, Rabbi Graucher. Amazing. <laughs> could you could you share with us a vart that you remember? I know I know it's not in front of you. Just to be fair, because we 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 had the delivery of the brand new Rav Chaim on Tehillim, and you haven't yet. But is there something you remember that you'd like to share with us? Um, we say it was it was uh, it was now Halil. Maybe we'll say something from Halil. Sure. Yes, please. We 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 wanna we we wanna all say Halil already. Right. When COVID is gonna be is over. gonna be over, Bezas Hashem. Right. So. Um, so um, when it was Tet Tammuz in Tashresh Nun Tet, it was a city Tishan um, that the 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 Rav Chaim Peretz Kanievsky Yaakov Israel, and they, they called him the Stipler, was 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 called the Stipler. He was he was he was born, he was living in the city or in the Stipler, that he came from a yeshiva bocher, and when he's a little child, little child. He was he was sick with the uh, I don't know in English the machalata typhus it was a sickness typhus typhus that, right typhus 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 and it was very very hard that day people really really didn't get out of it but the schus of the tefillah was standing for him and he mamish got out of this but one thing was staying for him that is hearing till the end of his day. That he 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 was suffering from here in the cipher. Right. That's what as so, so Reb Chaim says that people were saying when I heard it in Reb Chaim um, that this is what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted him to hear what he's hearing, but the chesed that he did with him that he was he was he was he was giving him the ability not to hear things that he's not supposed to hear. Wow! But this was. But this was the Kigovar Aleinu Shem Chazdoi. This was the Chesed that he did, that all his children in those times, and uh, eventually we know if the stipler Chazdoi Shalom, with what would happen if he was with, with all the kids in this in this city, we wouldn't have Reb Chaim today. So I think the the, the Chazdoi of the generation, the continuation of 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 of, of miracles that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave this 
Kanievsky family, and it's already generation, and also their uncle, the Chazanish, and it's going till today to refine that. And, and the, fa- the whole, and the father-in-law. And the father-in-law. And the father-in-law, Rebel Yoshi. We right. have also stories from Rebel Yoshi, right. of course. And the Rebbitin, and the right. Rebbitin, right. how much chesed, the Rebbitin, how much tehillim. I have, I have something. She used to give every single lady the, 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 the small capital, 10 capital tehillim right. for easy pregnancy. The, the estrog jelly, right. till today, till today, she's not with us. But her ruach, the Rebbitin's koyach, is following and giving till today the, the, all the ladies and everybody Big chizukim. It doesn't end. When a person is close to Torah, when a person is close to the real things, it never ends. It just grows and grows and grows, and it's never going to end. It's never going to end. Baruch Hashem, we're working now on a very, very special Sefer, El Adalad Aloha. It's a picture Sefer with all the Anogas and Alochas from Reb Chaim Kanievsky. We're, we're, we're working now on Shemitah, Reb Chaim on Shemitah, and everything so is going to be Shemitah, and Reb Chaim is waiting for this. And, and and really, 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 I asked them, I said, we're working on it. When, maybe Mashiach will come. Maybe Mashiach will come after Shemitah, Motzei Shvi Ben David Ba. So Chaim was smiling and looked at me. He says, he says maybe, but we have to daven for this. He said, yeah. he, he said maybe, but he says, we have to daven for this. And that includes and, uh, includes saying Tehillim, of course. Rabbi Shai Graucher, everybody, he's with us. Go to artscroll.com. The brand new of Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim is amazing. Uh, always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. You'll save, plus you'll get free shipping. Check out all the works by Rav Shai Graucher. Uh, by the way, as, as I conjectured earlier, the, the Chumash is complete, right? All five volumes, right? Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Chumash is complete. Chesed Hashem. Chesed Hashem. The Chumash is, is uh, really, I, uh, I got yesterday a phone call from a person that called me that he wants to order to him, and he told me, by the way, you should know I, I bought 30 sets by Arskol of the whole Chumash, <laughs> and I give it as a bar mitzvah gift. Wow. The whole set. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, well, they say that you are one of two people that have the easiest access to Reb Chaim, you and Reb Chaim's grandson. Would that be accurate? Nah, there's more. I'm not. There is more. <laughs> there are others in that category. <laughs> there's people. There's people that are there before I was born. Well, once one. Once one of my listeners this morning already asked for your email address. I said to myself, "Oh boy, they all think the only way to get to Reb Chaim is through Rabbi Graucher." <laughs> no, there's a lot of ways, but I'm happy. I'm happy whoever needs an Eitzah can send me an email. It's, big, it's my biggest pleasure. I feel the shlichus, and special for the American people because. It's, it's sometimes it's much harder right. when a person sends you an email in English. Right. So I translate it and I give it to the Rav and I answer. But there's a lot of good people, and Rav Chaim is as a uh, hoping out for the Gansa Klali soil. I the world. hundred percent. I and I and for that listener, you can relax. I'll make sure to email you Rabbi Graucher's email uh, at some point today. Bezrat Hashem. Um, listen, uh, Reb Shai Graucher, first of all, best regards from, uh, our friends at Camp Masora. They, uh, <laughs> they take, they take great pride in the fact that you were, that you were there years ago. Uh, and I'll tell you, I, you know, as somebody who, who knew you casually many, many years ago, I, I can only imagine the nachas that your family is getting because I take great pride 
in the fact that uh, I knew you when and that you have developed into this incredible conduit for such important uh, Torah projects from from the person recognized, frankly, uh, as the Gadol Hador at this point. And it's, it really gives us tremendous pride. So I just want to give you Yashikoch. I want to give you, Thank you. A, a bracha that you can t- It sounds like you're going full steam ahead. It sounds like you got you have plenty of projects you want to get done. We're not stopping. <laughs> I, I told Rav with yesterday, <laughs> we have a code, me and him. We are just warming up. It's all warming up. We're not stopping. Give me. But give, I want, I want to, yeah, go ahead. I want to just to, to, to give uh, a shevach oda to Riboyna Shaloylam for having such a schus, such a schus to bring and, 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 and to give the people the, the, the Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chomesh, on Zmiro Shabbos. I'm telling you, a lot of people are calling me that their Shabbos table was, was changed, was changed. And I had the schus to spend Shabbos table by Rav Chaim singing the Zmiros. So I think one of the best things that we, we should we should work on ourselves. You know, sometimes we're tired. Shabbos is coming. But Rav Chaim told me a lot of times to make a, 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 a Shabbos suda with, with the Zmiras, to understand what we're saying, to sing it together, to be together. And this is very important. I'm thanking a Kudush Baruch Hu, that Baruch Hashem, and I'm, with the thanking, I'm asking that a Kudush Baruch Hu should give me the koiches to continue, and we should be zoiche, that Rav Chaim, Moron Sarah Torah, Bezrat Hashem live till 120, and Bezrat Hashem with art school, we should be zoiche to do many, many more things. I want to thank my parents for, for, for helping, for davening, for giving me the best, best, best things to be able to do it. And of course, my wife and my children that are, are behind everything. And to, I'm, I'm thanking them. Well, our best regards to your family. Like I said earlier, um, uh, your family and specifically your father, because we know him best of your entire family, inspired so many people around the world with so much chizik and so much chesed. And it's just, I'm telling you, the nachas that your parents must have uh, from from what you're doing must be amazing. Uh, big yeshikach, thank you so much for joining thank us you. this morning and continued hatzlach haraba. Thank you. Thank you very much. Rabbi Shai Graucher, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
Okay, Sally, let's go over the plans. You're going to the bank, and you'll tell them, stick them up. Should I take out the guns first? Should I take out the guns first? Dummy! Certainly you take out the guns first. No, not here in the street. When you get to the bank, you take out the guns, and you say, stick them up. Stick them up. Now, I got, it. I got it. When you got all of them stuck up, you'll take out the shopping bag from Corvettes. You'll give it to the teller and tell him to fill it up, please. You'll take the bag of money, you'll tell everybody that's stuck up that they shouldn't move for five minutes because you've got the place surrounded by me. You back out of the door. I'll be waiting for you in the car. That's it. And believe me, you got the easy job, and I got the dangerous job. You got the dangerous job? I'm going in there alone with two guns against six guards and all those people, and I'm going to tell them to stick them up and fill it up and back out of the bank while you're sitting in the car, and you got the dangerous job? Certainly I got the dangerous job. I can drive. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M., our Adar comedy segments. Hope it brings a smile to your face on this 5th of Adar, 17th of February with 27 degrees, sun clouds, and a high of a 35. Uh, checking out our app comments. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Good morning from the frozen south. AJA Carpool number 267 is tuned in. I appreciate listener Daniel and his amazing carpool. They're always listening, even when it's freezing weather. <laughs> Our friends at shopeichlers.com, by the way, they've got the brand new Rabbi Shai Graucher on Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Tehillim. They also have that amazing sale going on on the different Shabbos lights, whether it be the Shabbos light LED clip-on lamp or the travel kosher lamp from 
Kosher Innovations or the regular Kosher Lamp Max or the Shabbos Light LED Table Lamp that I keep talking about. That's the one that I love having uh, next to my bed. Let's you charge your phone it and everything during the week. Well, I guess you could charge it over Shabbos, I guess. We don't. Yeah, I assume so. Anyway, check it all out. Go to shopbyclers.com and search Shabbos Lights. That'll get you to the section with all the uh, amazing specials for this week. And they have same-day delivery. Does shopbyclers.com. Deborah Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Check them out and uh, get ready to... Uh, to see a website with basically everything in the world of Judaica. ShopEichlis.com, proud sponsor of the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up, Wednesday morning edition. We've got uh, Dr. Stuart Halpern who's going to join us. The book is called Esther in America. We'll do that and more if you keep it at JM in the AM. בתוך השקט המשמין, לחשבי מחשבה. שמתוך הריסות של חלום ישן שמת, אני יכול כאן לגלות מהי
אני שב אליך בכל ליבי מעכשיו. אני שב אליך ובעל עצמי מעכשיו ולא מחר. with another army. Here, let me see what it says. It says, Dear Mr. Shapiro, unless you deposit $10,000 in small bills in a paper bag under the old hollow tree in a vacant lot on the corner, At midnight tomorrow, we will kidnap your wife. <laughs> Sincerely yours, your kidnappers. <laughs> Boy, some tough cookies. <laughs> I better write them a note back immediately. Let me see. Pencil, paper. Dear kidnappers, Your rack of this date received. <laughs> I am writing to tell you I do not have $10,000. But please keep in touch. <laughs> I guess eight and a half days away from McGillis Esther. And um, 
It's a fascinating book. It's really amazing how all these centuries later, so many people in American history and in so many different historical situations have leaned on the on the uh, career of Esther Hamalka, Queen Esther. Really amazing. Rabbi Dr. Stuart W. Halpern is senior advisor to the provost and senior program officer of the Strauss Center for Torah and Western Thought at Yeshiva University. He has edited or co-edited 17 books, including one we spoke about recently, uh, Proclaim Liberty Throughout the Land, the Hebrew Bible in the United States. He teaches in Yeshiva University, synagogues, Hillel's, and adult educational settings around the U.S., Europe, and Israel. And as we said, the brand new book, Esther in America, a Magid Books Yeshiva University release. Go to MagidBooks.com. Rabbi Dr. Stuart W. Halpern, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. And uh, just Stu is fine. Stom Stu. <laughs> I appreciate that as well. Um, it, it, but so, it, so many thoughts uh, since I've gone through the book, so many things that uh, I, I learned from it. The, the first is we have this we, we, we have this forgetfulness when it comes to the actual um, uh, uh, actual um, uh, 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 events that took place to get Esther into the situation that she was in. My point being that we uh, generally look at the characters in the Purim story, in a lighthearted manner, even the serious ones, we you know seem to have this lighthearted approach, I guess because of the nature of the holiday uh, and the way it's been observed since the Purim story actually took place. But we forget just how serious a situation a young Jewish girl like Esther was in um, being in the palace of the king under those circumstances. It's, it's one of the things, frankly, that your book reminded me of. Yes, I think that, that exactly the point that you mentioned, this idea that Esther is really in a fraud position. Things are very dangerous at the time, dangerous for her people, of course, and dangerous for her personally. Um, and it reminds me of one of my, uh, what I think is one of the more impactful parts of the book, namely the story of how during the abolitionist movement in America, uh, figures including Sojourner Truth, a famous uh, women's rights activist and abolitionist, wore the mantle of Esther in advocating for her own people. Um, and uh, we have a bit in the book about how during a pivotal women's rights rally in New York City, uh, where Sojourner Truth was a keynote speaker, and there were thousands of people assembled to advocate against slavery and for women's rights. And there were disruptors who came. There was a, literally a mob who came to disrupt this women's rights convention, and so many disruptors had showed up that history dubbed what happened that day the mob convention. And Sojourner Truth came to the podium amidst the hisses and howls of all those trying to disrupt her speech and her cause. And of all the things she could have spoken about, all the images she could have invoked, what she chose to evoke was the story of Esther. And she summarized the book of Esther and said, just as Esther went before the king and Esther was risking her life to go before Ahasuerus to save her people, I, Sojourner Truth, am going before the president of the United States to argue for my cause. Yeah, you know, and and what you just described is is repeated. That may be the wrong word, but is is certainly acted upon or acted out in so many other circumstances in American history and really the history of the world. There are a lot of very interesting women who did a lot of very interesting things and were involved in a lot of interesting circumstances in the Bible. 
Um, and there are many interesting men as well. And there are biblical figures, whether it be Abraham or Moses, there are biblical figures that do come to the fore during specific types of situations over the last many centuries. But Esther seems to just be cited so often. Why is that? What is the fascination with her? So I think Esther stands a unique uh, inflection point in that she's trying to blend in and yet is always going to be different. She is a heroine to people who feel torn between universality and particularity. And so I think particularly for us as diaspora Jews, uh, as well as Jews outside of the land of Israel, there is something in Esther that resonates. So there's a chapter in the book about how Esther was a heroine to crypto-Jews, to Muranos, right. who are hiding their Jewish identity right. and needed someone to literally worship as a saint and mm-hmm. someone to connect to. And so they felt Esther was, was Saint Esther. No, nope. she too, like them, had her hidden identity. Nobody, nobody hid their identity as famously as she did. Simple as that. I mean, exactly. She, the, the, most, exactly. the most famous hiding of an identity uh, by a prominent Jew in history. Um, the, um, the, there are a couple of passages in the Megillah that are quoted so often, far more than, than anything else in the Megillah. And I noticed that as your scholars in this, in this book, you know, you have a compilation of some amazing names that have written, you know, from different angles about the topic of Esther in America. Um, many of them quote what I have to assume is the most famous Pasuk, the most famous passage in the Megillah, and that's where Mordechai, you know, says to Esther that you know if you if you think that uh, you know ignoring the situation is going to save your life, you're wrong, and and if you uh, and and if you don't act now, someone else is going to be responsible for the salvation, but you and your family are going to be destroyed. W- would you agree with me that that is likely the most referenced passage of the Megillah? Uh, definitely, absolutely. I mean, there's a great chapter by my beloved colleague and friend, Rabbi Dr. Mayor Soloveitchik, about Lincoln's uh, Esther moment and how President Lincoln was approached by a pastor from Chicago, which coincidentally enough happens to be his hometown. Uh, and William Weston Patton, the clergyman, showed up before Lincoln, and he wanted to argue for Lincoln to release the Emancipation Proclamation, for him to free the slaves. And just like Sojourner Truth, of all the things he could have said, all the cases he could have made. Right. He chose to give a Dvar Torah about Esther, which ended with the punchline of exactly the line that you quoted. Who knows if not for this moment that you came to this position of authority? Right. And it's your destiny to free the slaves and save the nation. And so over and over again, characters in American history have their Esther moments. Now, if you'll indulge me, can I tell you about a bit of a humorous one that yeah. I think is a particular favorite please, of mine? Please. So, so uh, there's a character, so we've been talking a lot about Esther, and of course the other, the sort of uh, number two uh, character in the story, Mordechai, or or 1A, uh, also shows up in American history uh, in one of my favorite historical footnotes. So there's a figure, I don't know if you've heard of him before, Mordechai Manuel Noah. Mordechai Manuel Noah is this endlessly fascinating figure who, uh, in the first third of the 19th century, was arguably the most famous Jew of his time. He was a playwright, he was a sheriff. He was a, uh, a writer. He was an ambassador who had actually been stripped of his position in government over accusations that he couldn't do his job while being a Jew. And he wanted to found a homeland for the Jews outside of the land of Israel. So we're talking 100-plus years before 1948. He said the Jews must have a homeland. And where would this homeland be? It should be in upstate New York, 
near Buffalo on an island called Grand Island. This was Mordechai Emanuel Noah's plan. Uh-huh. And he got a wealthy friend of his to buy an island. He named it. He loved his own biblically-infused name, Mordechai Emanuel Noah. So he named the island Ararat after the mountain range that Noah's Ark landed on after the flood. He actually had commissioned a boat that he named Noah's Ark. And he put on the boat uh, animals and, and Native Americans, Indians. Why? Because he felt, in, and others at the time felt, including briefly Thomas Jefferson, that the Native Americans were the ten lost tribes of Israel. Wow. And Mordecai Emanuel Noah's plan was to reunite uh, the Native Americans with the Jews of Europe and American Jews. And they would all presumably sing Achenu Kobet Yisrael at Shalashit together. <laughs> and they would live on Grand Island, on Ararat. Uh, and he launched this very inauspiciously, this whole initiative, this whole plan, in an Episcopal church, because that was the only place big enough for the opening ceremony. And he wore a costume borrowed from a Shakespearean production. And so this, the end was about as good as the start. The plan led nowhere, and it was all for naught. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because his first name was Mordechai. His mission in life was to somehow protect the Jews, create some safe haven for Jews outside of the land of Israel, Mm -hmm. just like Mordechai in the book of Esther. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not making up this comparison. Actually, in his own time, Mordechai Emmanuel Noah was called out for being the Mordechai of his age. What do I mean? There was a Moschilic, an Enlightenment writer in Europe, who criticized Mordechai Emmanuel Noah's plan. And he wrote in a journal, punning off of Chazal, the rabbi's uh, drasha, based on the end of the book of Esther, where it says, Mordechai was ratsoi lerov echav. He was accepted seemingly by most of his brethren, but not all of his brethren. Mm-hmm. The writer said about Mordechai Emanuel Noah, this Mordechai is ratsoi lo lerov echav, echav. Not to many of his brethren, not even to a little bit of his brethren. No one should listen to this guy. Wow. Interesting. And so he, he really embodied this, this is this a, 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 a quixotic quest to build a safe haven for Jews outside of the land of Israel, and is it something that will be accepted? So this is something that is reflected, of course, in the Purim story and in the life of Mordechai Emanuel Noah. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, Stu Halpern, or by Dr. Stuart Halpern, is with us, editor of uh, Esther in America. It's funny, and I wanted to mention earlier, and I, it, it had slipped my mind, but it's funny, every time Truman has a Jewish friend, Lincoln has a Jewish doctor, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jared Kushner goes to the White House, every time there is any type of situation where a Jew has some type of association with power, and I would bet it's in other countries as well, always the comparison mm-hmm. is Esther. Of all the figures in Jewish history, it's always a comparison to Esther. Yes, it, uh, it's so funny you said it, because when I was ramping up the plans for this book, someone said to me, so are you going to have a whole chapter about Ivanka? I said, no, I don't, <laughs> you know, that's, not, that's not really my plan. Um, <laughs> but we do have a fascinating uh, a chapter by a good friend of mine, Dr. Tevi Choi, who's a renowned presidential historian. And uh, he gives a great review of how political figures, as you mentioned, uh, were compared, either evoked them, they compared themselves or were compared to characters from the Book of Esther. So ironically, for example, um, Monica Lewinsky was compared to Esther. And Hillary Clinton said her favorite biblical heroine was Esther, which is a little jarring uh, to be juxtaposed next to each other. Um, But but, um, former President Trump had been compared by, by Pompeo to Esther when he was defending Israel Bibi. Uh, notoriously gave a copy of uh, the Megillah to Obama uh, in the midst of the Iran negotiations, reminding Obama, President Obama that 
before uh, this time, Israel had to, or the Jewish people had to defend themselves against a Persian enemy. Uh, and so this keeps coming up again and again. And in Tevi's chapter, he actually traces how first ladies, as unelected but potentially influential and impactful uh, leaders in government, uh, are, 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 bear some striking similarities to Esther and the political maneuverings that she had to negotiate. Yeah, unbelievable. I, I, I forgot some of those that you just mentioned. And it doesn't have to be a woman, by the way. There are, there, are, there are plenty of male Esters as well that people cite, as, and you just mentioned some of them in this conversation. By the way, I have to tell you something that I learned from your book, and I, I don't know if you, I, I'm no scholar, so you could tell me that, you know, if this is, you know, an illegitimate reading, but people don't realize how dangerous a situation Esther was in. People don't realize how precarious a situation she was in. People don't realize the, the, um, the danger that Mordechai, frankly, was putting her in sending her to the yeah. palace. And frankly, it made me think, and again, this is a stretch and just a thought. This is not, you know, I'm no scholar, as I say. But it made me think that I don't know if someone with parents would have gone this route. Mm. I don't know if a mother mm. and father would have sent or agreed to send their daughter into this type of situation. This is not a criticism of Mordechai. I get the right. I get the seriousness and the urgency of the of the time. I get it. Right. But right. I but I don't know if if a if a you know a mom or dad would have sent their daughter into this situation. He again, I'm sure he was very hesitant, obviously, but felt that there was no choice and was able to pull the trigger on it. So I think it's fascinating that you point that out. Just hearing you hearing you uh, frame it in those terms, it reminds me of you know could this be almost like an an Akeda 2.0? You know, with Mordechai playing the role of Avram and Esther being asked to be Yitzchak and saying, wow. effectively, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out. But this is a risk we need to take. Wow. Interesting. There you have it. Um, I assume the book is readily available. People can go to the Absolutely. the Magid Books website would be the best place? Yes. And wherever, you know, if, if you're able to socially distant, uh, visit a bookstore, it hate. No Sfarm sale this year, huh? No. <laughs> if, there, if there was, I bet you this would be a big seller, frankly. Well, thank you so much. Lashana Haba. Yeah, Lashana Buzz, right. I guess it's always evergreen when we have Purim each and every year. The book is called Esther in America or by Dr. Stuart W. Halpern edits it. Uh, he is the um, uh, senior program officer to Strauss Center for Torah and Western Thought at Yeshiva University. I'm highly recommending this book. Learned a tremendous amount. And uh, just to, for those of you who, uh, it, it seems that uh, every year um, we find more and more publications that give us more and more insight into the Megillah and into these personalities of the Purim story in this one. Uh, falls right into that category. So everyone get it and enjoy. It's called Esther in America. Stu, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Happy Purim to you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Appreciate that. Wednesday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up at JM in the AM. Wire a baruch over there, eh? Hey, look at a baruch, mamish. Does the island know how much we all want Mashiach so bad? Let's make it happen, Kevra. Let's go, let's sing! Do you stop and wonder what's going on? Can you remember happy days and where have they gone? Life goes by so fast, nothing seems to last. People feel the squeeze is on, it's really a shame. Can you hear the thunder? 
so many tragedies, disasters, so insane. This seems to be no end to this terrifying trend. Unite ourselves with Abbas Yisroel Understanding and respecting each other Our Mikdash will then be rebuilt What can we do that will help bring Mashiach? Unite ourselves with Abbas Yisroel Understanding and respecting each other Our Mikdash will then be rebuilt Oh Mashiach, how we want you now
trade When hearing the latest in real estate It's hard enough, it's really tough to have governor It's a fight both day and night But think how it would be if each of us would Find the inner strength to pray as we should Voices blending and ascending, heavens open Such a cry
could I do for you? This is going to sound just utterly ridiculous to you, but I'm moving, you see? And in an old coat in a trunk, I found this shoe repair ticket that must be seven or eight years old. It's for some shoes I brought in before I went into the Navy, and then I moved away from Brooklyn, and now I found this old ticket. And I know it sounds ridiculous that you would have the shoes after seven years, but I took a chance. Oh, I get it. You're that fella from Candid Camera. <laughs> 
No, 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 sir. Honestly, look, look, here's the ticket. Let me see it. Are you out of your mind? We haven't even used the numbers in years. Next. No, please, sir. No, no, it was a long trip here from Baltimore. I know it's ridiculous, but please, take a look in the back. All right, all right. I'll look. I'll be right back. This is very embarrassing. But after all, they don't make shoes like they used to. How can I be foolish enough to think that after seven years, that they would still... Hey, mister from Baltimore, Maryland. Yes? You're not gonna believe it. You mean you found my shoes? Was it with half-soles, leather heels, and metal tips? Yes, yes, that's right. It'll be ready Tuesday. J.M. in the A.M. Oh, the odd dark comedy segments. Nothing like it. Simple as that. Nothing like it. <laughs> the shoe repair shop. Uh, before that, you saw where to go with Nugil. You heard the Verachka medley done by Avraham Avram Fried and Joey Newcomb and Baruch Levine together with the Mashiach medley from the album Off the Record. It's brand new here at the J.M. and the A.M. Feel free to comment on the app all day long. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Avrami hosts a live lunch. that will be coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. We'll be doing that from snowy Israel. Well, actually, in Beit Shemesh, where he is, I doubt it's snowing, but, you know, you get my point. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H, and I am dedicating this morning's mention of A&H to our good friend, listener Mendy. Listener Mendy mentioned to me uh, yesterday... He called me. He said that uh, he had an epiphany, and uh, after hearing me describe the delicious A and H products for quite a while, he said, "You know what? I just got to order some and and enjoy them." So, listener Mendy is enjoying his A and H products: kosher hot dog, sausage, deli, and more. I assume he used promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Uh, they've been serving the kosher world since 1954. Available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. And Seth Levitt, you can put listener Mendy on the list of people who have been very satisfied with your products recently. How do you like that? Baruch Hashem. JM and the AM Wednesday. We'll close things out with this one from uh, Levy Cohen. And I thank all of you for tuning in. You're listening to JM in the AM. Ade, 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 rabbi, tain, belly, bain, 
There we go. Achenu Bisrael and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, anybody love it, NSNF. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JMN. Big thank you to uh, Stu Halpern. Big thank you to Rabbi uh, Shai Graucher. Big thank you to all of you for tuning in. And, um,. Plenty more coming up, including a rummy with a live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Feel free to comment on the app all day long. Have a wonderful, phenomenal, um, what's today? Wednesday. <laughs> Enjoy your Wednesday. Till tomorrow, I'll come single reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.